This podcast, Behold and Become, is to provide practical life tools to young adults committed to being radical disciples of Jesus. As radical disciples of Jesus, our highest desire is to behold Jesus and become like Him, as described in 1 Corinthians 3.18. Young adult life comes with complexities to navigate, like dating, finances, the workplace, and many other areas. And our desire is to provide practical tools to address these areas while maintaining the conviction that we are called to be a generation that gives complete obedience to the commandments of Jesus, like unconditional love, healing the sick, casting out demons, living in purity and integrity. We hope this podcast gives you the needed handrails to behold Jesus and become like him during your young adult years. All right, well, uh, we just finished a podcast talking kind of high level on deliverance and it's, uh, Jeremy King and Harrison Alf here and we uh, want to do a, a second one just on uh, just stories of hearing people who we've seen be delivered and what that actually plays out in those moments and uh, I know Harrison's got a ton of just awesome wow I saw Jesus in a new way and I love him even more when I saw this happen um, so I would love uh, oh, and I would say real quick, you know, before listening to this, I would love for you to come first listen to our kind of our high level overview. So, you know, a little bit more what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, and kind of understand the terminology and terms yeah. we're using. Because a lot of things we di- for sure aren't saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so things we are saying. Yeah. Um, but Harrison, I would love for you to just take us in. What are some stories that have been encouraging to you seeing Jesus at work in that realm of deliverance? Yeah. The first one I think about is... Um, there was a bro uh, I'm friends with who he was dealing with some sexual sin stuff, just like habitual, but also like on an iniquity level. And when I mean when I say iniquity, I mean like the thoughts and intentions. I've noticed like a lot of times it's hard for there to be a shift on the internal world, even in this issue. Um, anyway, so and I I just started to learn about deliverance and experience it some myself of like whoa I didn't know I needed that and like I, it feels night and day now in so many areas and I was so grateful. And so I was learning, I want to practice this. I want to grow in it and see friends and people set free. So anyways, he had told us before and I was like, hey, bro, well, why don't you just come over and let's pray? Like, and let's just see what happens. Maybe, maybe God wants to deliver you. Maybe there's something else. I don't know. Let's just call around. Let's see what happens. And so the, and at this point too, like for me, like what I experienced is I'd experienced some actually like self-deliverance where just in my time with God, like I just repented and then God just showed up. And just started fighting for me and setting me free from demons I didn't even know I needed deliverance from. And I was like, well, praise God. <laughs> so, and what, all that had catalyzed it was repentance. And yeah, so I was like, you've either partnered with, mm-hmm. oh, I, did, I wasn't, I was believing a lie in this area yeah. and that gave space. Yes. Okay. And then God's like, I'm going to come in and kick that out. Like, mm-hmm. in, in just your time with me this morning. Like, yeah. And I'm going to give you something new, a new way to think, a new way to see. And I was like, great. I didn't know I needed that, but now I do. <laughs> and so, Anyway, so all I know is like, hey, we'll pray, and then you'll probably repent of something, and, and then I'll pray for something to leave, and we'll see what happens, you know? So he comes over, and he just he shows, he just shares openly what's going on, and uh, it was some difficult stuff. And um, so it started with just like, hey, sexual sin, but he was open enough to be like, hey, I feel like, all right, I was praying for him, and this felt really risky at the moment, but I was like, hey, bro, I don't know why. This sounds really weird, but I feel like God— was wanting me to ask, like, submit to you, is there any, like, kind of, like, just incest or this or that you ever experienced? And he was like, bro, honestly, like, this has been, like, the most difficult part about this. Like, I feel like I've had these thoughts on my sister and, like, just, like, if I feel so terrible, like, and so shameful and just feel like I'm the worst person ever, you know? And I'm like, bro, like, 
yeah, I totally understand that. Like that would be so difficult to deal with. Of like, you know, you don't want this. You know, this is wrong, and you want to have freedom, mm. but you're having these thoughts, and you know they're awful. You know, and so at first I just felt compassion of like, oh, bro, like, <laughs> you know, like this sucks. You know, like that's terrible. Um, and I was like, okay, well, why don't you just like repent of that and like, and repent on behalf of like your family if it, you know it's going on in family and and we'll move from there. And he's like, okay, great. So he just repents of that to the Lord. And then I, I simply was really like, I speak to the spirit of incest, go in the name of Jesus. And then right when I said that, the power of God comes on him. And again, it was a, it was a weird physical manifestation kind of thing, like you see in the Bible. Um, but the dude got free, and he hadn't had a thought like that since. That's and I was like, well, praise God. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we did deliverance today. Yes. <laughs> you know, and that's part of it. Like, you get to see the fruit of like, oh, like freedom. That's some fruit of the Holy Spirit, you know, like, yes. And, uh, and so it's so cool, you know, and surprising to me, I'm like, wow, you know, I didn't expect that today, you know, like, like I wanted him to be free, you know, I was expecting God to do something because he's good and he loves to set people free, but I didn't know how when I got there. Yeah. I just knew, okay, he's dealing with some sort of sexual sin thing that he wants, he's hungry for freedom. He know he's telling me with a repentant heart, I want to be free, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was just learning, okay, it seems like one of the ways to catalyze, like that God likes to catalyze this stuff is through hum- the humility of repentance. Yes. So like, let's actually be honest and confess what's going on and be like, hey, I want to repent. I want to turn from this. Mm-hmm. And it, feel, it seems like in that place, there seems to be so much freedom that happens for yeah. people in this area. Well, I love that story. And I think something really key in it is that recognition of like, okay, it was simple. Like it's repent. Rebuke and belief. Yep. And I think anyone can do that as a believer. You don't have to be on stage, a super Christian, the yeah. deliverance minister. Yeah. There's no such thing. The deliverance minister is Jesus. Yeah. He already has that title. Yes. You know, we are just walking in that and trying yeah. to follow him. Yeah. And I think something key that you brought up was the thoughts issue. Yes. And what they want to make clear is that Jesus was tempted mm-hmm. in every way, you know, yes. without sin. So every crazy thought that mm-hmm. you've ever had, he's had. But it doesn't mean he had a problem. Yeah. So don't make the enemy's thoughts your thoughts. Yeah. Like Jesus was teleported in the wilderness by the devil. Mm-hmm. So if someone were to come to me saying, hey, I'm being teleported by a demon, I would say you probably need deliverance. <laughs> but like what happens to you doesn't define what, what's in you yeah. and who you are yes. in Christ. Not but the moment we partner and say, I agree, I'll let you in, or that sounds nice, sure, I'll go with that thought. Yeah. That's when that deliverance might need to take place because you've yeah. made agreement. And so I don't always need to repent because of a crazy thought I have. I just identify that's not mine and <laughs> walk in the right way. Yeah. But like maybe in this scenario, there's some level of agreement yes. that had happened. That's yes. okay. Because there's agreement. Yeah. Let's rebuke that. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. And I mean, I remember um, there was a, a lady who came to our church who uh, was a medium, which is basically a person who says, I want spirits that aren't the Holy Spirit to channel through my body yeah. into the world. And it's a weird power thing. Yes. And she was wanting to become a Christian. Yeah. So I asked her, you know, do you believe in Jesus? She goes, yes. He, he died for you and rose again. She goes, yes. And you want the Holy Spirit, right? She goes, yeah, I do. I said, great. So, you know, I'm going to pray for you. And we're going to tell all those other spirits mm-hmm. you've been channeling that they have to go. And the Holy Spirit's going to come. And she goes, oh, no, wait. I want to keep those two. Yeah. I said, nah, okay. So <laughs> that's not repentance. You know, we're not. It's not syncretism, which yeah. is what the Israelites did in the Old Testament. It's. Yahweh plus bayouts. And no, 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 it's one. Yeah. And so I had to make her go through a process of we're going to take three months and you need to figure out, do you actually want to keep those or let them go? Yeah. And I think that repentance is so key. Yes. There is even one, um, this is more just 
as I was going about, I was in Miami and this family walked by us and started talking to us. And just, it was a, a mom, dad, and like a four-year-old daughter. And the mom and daughter just, they looked so sad, like just yeah. so heavy. Yeah. The mom wouldn't make eye contact with me, just kept looking down. I was like, there's something, something's going on here. We tried to pray for them, bless them. And what was interesting is we prayed a general blessing over them initially just to be nice and not weird. But then I realized, no, like, Something's going on here. Yeah. And it's this is where I'm willing to be awkward. Yeah. I'm going to be loving and explain yes. what I'm doing, yes. but willing to be awkward so yeah. they can get help. Yes. And I learned their daughter hadn't spoken in probably months after seeing her dad get beat up. Whoa. Like, and so the daughter's mute, like does not speak. Wow. And I was like, okay, we're going to get, this might be awkward, but I asked him like, hey, in case there's something spiritual, some trauma, something that's happened here. Yeah. Um, what I want to do is pray for your daughter. Yeah. I'm going to really simply look her in the eye, make yeah. eye contact with me. I'm going to grab her hands and I'm just going to say any spirit that's not the Holy Spirit that came in through this, mm-hmm. just go. And I'm going to do that for her mom as well. Yeah. And said, okay. And then like that would be awkward, but I explained it well. Yeah. said, I'm going to love you well. I'm not yeah. screaming and yelling. I'm just being confident. Yeah. And the mom uh, got healed the moment we prayed for her, some pain she was having in her stomach wow. as some of those spiritual things got broken. Yeah. And we prayed for the daughter. And then, you know, I prayed for her. I honestly didn't know what happened afterwards. But some of my friends actually ran into her 30, 40 minutes later, and she was speaking and and making sound. And it was, she got delivered in that moment. And we got to rejoice with my friends, like, hey, that actually worked. What was, what happened broke. But it took something intentional and general prayer didn't do it. But it was the, I'm addressing what's happening and telling it to go. Yeah, that's so big. I just, I love that because it, it really is limits. It's, it's still all about dependence on the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Like I have to depend on him and I can, I cannot be awkward and say a general blessing. You know, like yeah. you can give great general prayers to make yourself feel good. But if you want to grow in deliverance, you're going to have to step out into the awkward a little bit. You're going to have to like ask those questions where you're going to be like, oh, I don't want them to think this or that or that blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, like. But it's like if deliverance, like there, there's a, you have to cross this line of the fear of offending somebody mm-hmm. or the fear of like them thinking this or that out of, you want them to be free. It's right. <laughs> like, right. It's worth it. And if they reject you, it's okay. It's uh-huh. like, you didn't do it because you needed something to happen. You did it because your heart filled with desire for their freedom. Yes. Which is Jesus' heart for that yeah. as well. Yeah. And like, think about Jesus, like spat our own people, like, you know, like. Yes. Rubbing mud in their eyes like that. Like, imagine if you told someone on the street, I'm going to rub this mud in your eyes. You know, they'd be like, uh, but there's a willingness to risk. Yes. And what we're not promoting is not loving people well mm-hmm. or yelling for the sake of yelling. We're actually saying yeah. we don't yell in deliverance. Mm-hmm. We are just calm. We use authority mm-hmm. or being weird for weird's sake. Or yeah, I don't yeah. care about the person, so I'm going to be really charismatic. Yes. Yeah. They just need to get over it. That's not what we're saying at all. Yeah. If anything, Let's say, you know, I'm in our life group at a worship setting. Someone comes up to me and says, hey, actually, I need to repent of something to you that's been going on. Yeah. I'll have them repent and say, hey, man, you are forgiven. Bless you. This is who you are in Christ. And I'll say, hey, just in case mm-hmm. something happened yeah. where in that sin we gave the enemy access yeah. or any type of spiritual attachment, yeah. are you cool if I just pray for you for that to break off? Yes. And it's just because I love you and yeah. I think there's a bunch of freedom here. Yes. I've never had someone tell me no. Yeah. Like, you know, except for that lady I shared about yeah. with media stuff, you know, that's a different case. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's if I explain well in love what I'm going to do and then I don't make anything happen because there might not be something there. But yeah. if it is, then I'll kick it out and say, yay, God, we're here. Yes, totally. Yeah, and I was thinking about, too, I had another another story of a guy. He, was, he dealt with a lot of addiction, like sexual addiction, but also like drug addiction. And uh, 
Um, anyway, so, you know, he tried his best to walk in some more freedom and stuff. And again, it's just one of those, like you're saying, like, hey, maybe let's like, there might be something more here. Like, let's, let's like, and I love, I love to like, even in these situations, I like to take them to like another room sometimes, even, you know, like yeah. not to like ostracize, but because I know like if we are doing deliverance, these demons really want to distract everybody. Yeah. They stuff. want the show. Yeah. They want the show. And again, sometimes that just happens and there's nothing you can do about it. God wanted to do it. And we're not going to be offended. In that setting, but I'll take I'll take them to the room or something. And so, anyways, we're dealing with this, and we, I remember we cast out probably five different demons like from his life. And I remember after he literally said, he said, "I feel like a thousand pounds lighter." And then even literally where he had had where he'd been dealing with drug addiction in the area of cocaine, like he felt his nose tingling after, hmm. and God healing his nose, the nostril he'd used to do cocaine. Wow. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like, and so like, again, like you have, anyways, there's just, there's these moments where like, hey, if we're willing to take a step of faith and, and do it in the fruits of the spirit, mm-hmm. it's never a loss. You can always take a step of faith in the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. If you're doing a love, joy, peace, patience, like, even if like, even if it didn't happen, you know, there wasn't something there. If you stepped in faith by the fr- in the fruits of the Holy Spirit, God loves that. He says, practice, like, your powers of discernment. Practice, the one who hears our word and practice it, puts it into practice. And so he understands that, like, you're not going to get it every time. You're not going to be perfect in this area. Mm-hmm. But he desires you practice. And any place you practice is a place you can fail. Mm-hmm. We should literally not growing up in sports. And so I think as, lo- as long as we're, like, we're being intentional to walk in the fruits of the Spirit and we're stepping out of faith in the fruits of the Holy Spirit, you really can't go wrong. Right. Even if, even if it's not, is there not actually something there. I don't. I, I wouldn't think of that as a failure. I would think, great, way to step out in faith in the first Holy Spirit and love for that person. You know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. and let's keep growing and moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, and there's so many like places we could take this. You know, my head, what I think about is, you know, let's talk about what does it mean to to grow in a revelation of our authority as mm-hmm. believers. Yeah, you know, to talk about, good. you know, how do we have a healthy heart posture so we don't mm-hmm. think I'm a deliverance minister? You know, or like <laughs> those things, or you know, when should you like not try to cast a demon out of somebody yeah or yeah. you know well i'll just say that real quick because i think that's helpful if, yeah. if you personally yeah. hit and sin in your life yeah. if someone confesses to you and hit and sin in their life yeah. i would not try to cast a demon out of them mm-hmm. if they have something because mm-hmm. what's in you you have seeded away your authority yeah as well yeah and then whatever's in them i think about the seven sons of skiva yeah. who try to name the name of jesus that paul says in the yeah. book of acts and yeah. then get beat up for it yeah you know <laughs> there needs to be an integrity in your life to actually yeah. operate like Jesus, because yes, yeah, I think that's a healthy, healthy yes. balance there. Yes, uh-huh. and I think about too, like Ephesians two, like it talks about the prince of the power of the air. You know, that's the that's the devil. He is the prince of the power of the air. And when I think about that phrase, I think about like radio waves, the air waves. Like we're in these different places that just they just have different principalities and powers, and those, and it's almost like you turn like an FM radio on. And there's that's what's being communicated in the atmosphere almost. Mm. And again, we don't we don't want to get caught up in these like we're seated far above all rule and authority. We're seated above all this stuff. But there's these times where like most of our warfare is between the ears, you know. And so like there can be these like, you know, let's say the devil turns on arrogant spirit <laughs> and you have an arrogant thought that goes through your mind. You don't have to every time be like, Oh, I'm arrogant, like I need to repent. It's like no, just take it captive. Like it's the devil, like trying to make you think that you're arrogant so that you can be like him. You know, like, yeah. you know, and so that's another thing, like, I'm learning in this is it's really like 
there's some sort of thought that came forth and an ex- or an experience that happened, a painful experience typically. The devil is always trying to manipulate people's pain to take advantage of them and use them to do what he wants. Yeah. So it's usually a, a pain moment or like a thought that came through someone's mind where they began to agree with the enemy and then that's where they open a door for something to come mm-hmm. and to oppress them and take advantage of them. Right. And uh, so when those different when those different radio stations, almost like I'm saying here, are on, that's what the Bible, the Bible just says, like, do not be ignorant of his schemes, be aware. Mm-hmm. We have an awareness. We don't act like something strange is happening in those moments. Yeah. And we learn how do we take thoughts captive and how do I grow in discernment of like, oh, this is just something coming at me from the devil here in mm-hmm. this place. No, so and I can just, either one, you can just ignore it. <laughs> Let it go one year out the other, you know, or other times, you know, you can be more intentional and be like, I condemn that in the name of Jesus or like, I'm not taking that today, whatever the practice is. I've had times even like where I'm at where sometimes it feels like there's such a religious spirit trying to make me think I know it all that my declarations in those moments are literally, I don't know anything. <laughs> That's literally what I'll say to the Lord is like, a like declaration of warfare sometimes. Yeah, this is where I'm standing and not agreeing to defend through my ears. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, I don't know anything. Yes, <laughs> it's a so funny cool. declaration, you know, but it's helpful because it says knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. Mm. So I notice there's like this so-called knowledge, these lofty opinions raising themselves against the knowledge of God. Yeah. It'll come my mind. And so my declaration sometimes to the Lord, I don't even say it to the devil. I just say it back to the Lord to remind myself. Yeah. I believe that like, I don't know anything, you know. That's so good. So, And maybe we'll, we'll end here of... You know, I think there's something so key as, as we're believers, and you know, we're not exalting deliverance above, you know, also need to pursue what healing looks like or words yes. of knowledge or the prophetic or simply serving our neighbor. Yes. Like, these yeah. are all just ways the Holy yeah. Spirit has allowed us to build yeah. his kingdom and manifest who Jesus is. Yeah. But we need to grow in this area. And I would say, you know, to grow in your ability to cast something out doesn't come from anything but faith in his name. Yes. That means you get around him, you spend time with him, yeah. and you seek him not to deliver people, but yeah. you're seeking because you love him and want to know him. Yes. And out of that overflow, oh. deliverance is a byproduct. Yes. Like Paul's handkerchiefs delivered people. Yeah. They don't ask questions. They don't make declarations. It's just yeah. like Peter's shadow heal. Yeah. It's what revelation are you studying under yeah. that releases these things? Yeah. And so it's not about did I say the right prayer, the right words, all this. It's like, yeah. how do I know him? And as I know him, that gets released. Yes. And like Matthew 17, the disciples couldn't cast a demon out of a boy. Yes. And if I ever see something, I've had it before. There's a spiritual thing I couldn't cast out. I don't beat myself up about it. Yes. But I look at what was Jesus' response? He didn't say I didn't want to do it. He says, you have a little faith. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. that praying and fasting space isn't yeah. a spiritual what funkiness. It's a, Lord, I'm going to fast so I know you better. Yeah. You know, I don't think fasting casts out demons. I think yeah. he does. Yes. And so I'm going to seek him on my face. I want to know you and be yes. like you. So come teach and train me yes. how to do this. Yeah. Uh, I want it to be out of a byproduct of intimacy, yes. not a weird pursuit to have a big deliverance ministry. Yes. Um, so last words yeah. on that, Harrison. How would you say yeah. you would exhort us to grow yeah. in this area? I think one of the, oh gosh, I think two things I think. One, I just echo that, bro. Just. Really, like, you get to see Jesus, the one who fights for you mm. in this stuff over and over again. You're like, wow, God really, like, he's the one who fights for us, you know, like, and that's, what I feel like, one of the beautiful revelations we have to see over and over and over again this. And then I think another thing I'd say is just don't be intimidated by symptoms. Like, I think so many people look at someone's situation, yeah, and it's so much easier to just say a general prayer and hope eventually it'll happen, you know, like... <laughs> 
Which there are eventually things. There's things we ask for that are eventually, like that we believe we have and we ask them, but they might not manifest immediately. Mm -hmm. But there's things where it's like, God wants to do something now, and we just have to believe it's his desire, you know? And I think I've seen over again a lot of times there's the temptation of the general blessing prayer or just like say some nice things over them, you know, but not really depend on the Holy Spirit. Like, what do you want to do right now? What yeah, do you want questions? Like, how do I address this? Do yeah. you actually speak? And do us. Like, uh-huh. what do you want to speak right now? Like, do you want me to share what I feel like you're speaking? Do you want me to move forward and be like, hey, like, do you mind if like we do some deliverance? You know, like, mm-hmm. um, and so. We have to just, again, realize, like, these demons, it's not like some, it's not like God's power and the devil's power are really equal or something. It's not even close. Like, yeah. it's a joke to even think that, you know? And uh, and so we have, when we look at these symptoms, we have to, I think it's the fear of the Lord that helps, reminds us the size of God. Mm. Like, That's God is good. so much bigger than every sin pattern. He's so much bigger mm. than every principality. He's so much bigger than... But it's been two years, okay? Uh, like, yes. you know, I'm like, I'm not intimidated by that, you know? Like, oh, it's been like five years or since I was seven. I'm like, I'm just, I just, I'm never going to think that your issue is bigger than the cross. And I'm never going to think that your issue is bigger than my God. So That's good. just ridiculous. Yes. You know, like, I'm not going to dishonor him like that, mm. you know? And so I feel like as we increase in the fear of the Lord, we increase in our actual, like, walking in the reality of our God's really, really, really big. And he's not intimidated by anything. Mm. There's not a sin issue that he can't deal with. There's not a demon that he can't cast out. You know, like there is nothing too big for Jesus. And Amen. I just over and over again, that's what I've noticed is we've got to realize obviously we want to be grieved about sin. We have like we want to have a real conviction about sin. And at the same time, sin's just not that big. <laughs> like, yes. When I look at the cross, sin is so it's so easy to deal with. So simple repentance every yes. time, you know, like, and uh, so, yeah. Amen. Well, just even what he's saying about the fear of the Lord, I'll close with Second Corinthians 7 says, Since we have these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from every defilement of body and spirit. Wow. Bringing holiness to completion in the fear of the Lord. Wow, yeah. That fear of the Lord is key. Yeah. Getting free of that defilement of spirit. So good. So, Lord, we just ask, would you teach us? how to represent you and yeah. seeing people free. Yes. And I ask the fear of the Lord, the, mm-hmm. the bigness of Jesus, what you accomplished on the cross would overwhelm, like Harrison's saying, every thought we would have to see from your perspective. Yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for tuning in.